Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is that I want to win at Edmonton. Here's McDavid all the way, scores! Welcome to this Locked On Oilers podcast for Sunday, March 6th. How you doing out there, Oilers Nation? I'm guessing not so well, not so well. I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1260, the two guys in a goalie podcast. Like always, find me on Twitter, at Hernan the Man, and at Locked On Oilers. And we're just going to break down the game, look ahead to uh, next week, hear some post-game comments from Jay Woodcroft, and all that fun stuff on this uh, Sunday. Like always, thank you for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. And yeah, uh, with Jay Woodcroft coming up in the third segment, maybe the second, I'll decide as we're going here. <laughs> and, uh, but we got to get to this game as the Edmonton Oilers lose 5-2 to the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, it could have been worse. Could have been 7-1 if it wasn't for a couple offside uh reversal calls and uh, an interference call that I think most of us in the building thought it was uh, it wasn't going to count but you never know what those calls and then they they favored in uh, in in the Oilers uh, direction and the goal counted but man just not not good enough and the Oilers once again find themselves out of a playoff spot uh they're now 30 22 and 4 64 points they're one point out of the wild card spot but dropping games to uh Chicago and Montreal it is not I deal why did they lose special teams is right up there if not one or two they were a disaster and have been for a while power play oh for four they're out of ideas there was one power play one of their last ones last night leon drysdale had the puck on the half wall and he just put it on net it was blocked eventually but it's just he was like i don't even know what else to do if you watch the Oilers' power play mcdavid grabs the puck always he's the most active but you can tell go back and watch every power play last night and they had one or two good looks sure but you're usually individual efforts okay but back to my point Look at look at Connor McDavid. Look what he's looking for. It's always dry sidle on that one timer. He's not looking for anything else. Teams have figured you out. I don't know why Nurse is on the point. I I like Nurse. I think he's a hell of a player, but he shouldn't be your number one power play guy on the point. And I know Barry's hurt. Put Bouchard there. Darnell doesn't shoot. He's not the best passer. Why is he out there? Makes no sense to me. But. They're out of ideas, and they got to be better. And don't bring up Nuge and Jesse Pugliarvi. Yeah, I get it, but they were stinking it out with those two guys as well. And uh, that that first unit's still talented, still talented. The PK, holy smokes. Uh, two for four, but they scored on twice. And we're going to hear from, from Jay Woodcroft on this. But on one, I think it was the first one. Yamamoto has two opportunities to get it out, and I think it was a defense. It might have been CC. Three opportunities to get the puck, and they can't make a play. They can't make a play. They can't get it down the ice. They're these soft little wrist, wristers. I don't know what they're doing. But get that damn puck out, man. And this is uh, this is going back years with the Edmontoners. They cannot get the puck out of their own zone. They struggle mightily. 
in that department. Absolutely mightily. And it cost them. And it's just not good enough. They're in the bottom five in the league, guys. Bottom five in the league. Did you know Montreal had the 32nd ranked power play? 32nd. And they went two for four. Did you know their PK is ranked 31st? They went four for four against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. <sighs> Another reason they lost. They got out by Sam Montembeau. Sam Montembeau. Smith was terrible once again. It's not. This loss is not all on him. Every single player on the ice yesterday was terrible. Atrocious. But Smith is a part of the problem. He is not playing well. You can't keep playing this guy. You can't. Call up Skinner. Stop messing around. This guy doesn't have it. He's not going to find it. He's not. Send him to the minors. I don't care. 24 saves. An 857 save percentage. On the season now. 5, 8, and 1. 3, 5, 7 goals against. 891 save percentage. Just not good enough. And uh, we got some calls last night to the post game show that he's playing hurt. Listen, if he's playing hurt, this is on the management and on Mike Smith. Because if there's one position I don't care you can't play hurt in is in goal, goal, to, and is in between the pipes. Mike Smith's just he's not he's not finding it. He's not returning to form from last year. It's clear, okay? It's clear. Dave Tippett wanted to keep rolling with him. He's gone. Woodcroft, you can't, man. You can't. How about this? Not uh, this is point number three. How about starting a game on time with intensity? How about some urgency? How about looking at your opponent and saying, these guys are going to come hard. We're going to have to match them. Let's go get two points. We're a damn playoff team. Because yesterday it looked reversed. It looked like Montreal's fighting for a playoff spot and the Oilers are at the bottom of the conference. That's what it looked like. And enough with the damn excuses. Oh, it's the first game after... It's the first game after a road trip. Oh, they're probably fatigued. Well, if that's the case, then this team's in huge trouble because it ain't getting easier. It ain't because the schedule just gets busier. Enough with the excuses. How about starting a freaking game on time? How about not giving up the first goal? And the first goal went on the sixth shot. Better, sure, but you're still gave up two goals in the first period. Again, I'm going to go to my buddy Brian Swain. You want to see how bad Mike Smith is struggling? And again, it's not all on him. Not all on him. But the, let's, but the Oilers have given up two goals in the first period of six of the last seven games overall and in 11 of Mike Smith's last 13 starts. Holy smokes, boys and girls. We'll continue breaking down this game. We'll hear from Jay Woodcroft. <laughs> Do you agree so far? Special teams disaster. Mike Smith shouldn't be playing. And how about starting a game ready to go? Man, I don't know, man. I never played in the NHL. <laughs> but, man... You can't show up on time hardly ever. That's a problem. More coming up here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. How you doing out there on this? It's a nice sunny Sunday. Uh, Oilers return to action uh, tomorrow. But uh, let's keep going with what we saw last night. Uh, once again, turnovers. Uh, like They gave up a ton of grade A scoring chances. A ton. And the turnovers keep coming. Like it's... They've returned to form. Um, 18 points. Remember, I, I think on Thursday I brought up uh, they've lost 16 points to Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia. I might miss a team or two. But now it's 18 points. Throw Montreal in there. 18 points. Imagine you miss the playoffs by two points. Oh, you're going to look back at these games and be like, holy crap, were the orders bad in those ones? And listen, if you got to find a way, man. You have to. I talked about the excuses. Excuses are for losers. They are fatigue, get the frack 
out of here. Fatigue? These guys new to the league? And like I said, if, if fatigue's gonna be an issue, then it's only gonna get worse. First game after the road trip. Lame ass excuse. You wanna be a playoff team, you find a way. You find a way. And if you think I'm the only one, here, listen to Jay Woodcroft. We've gone through a tough stretch schedule-wise, but so has every other team in the National Hockey League. They're all dealing with schedule issues. We've lost some uh, players to injury, but so has every other team in the National Hockey League. For us, it's about finding a way through a little bit of adversity here, fine-tuning some small parts to our game, and uh, bringing a be better effort as we go forward. There you go. That's from the head coach. I'm not the only one saying it. Uh, the Woodcroft bump. Is it wearing off? It sure has in the last three games uh, they're playing the same way they were under Dave Tippett and if they continue to play this way the question is going to be asked was coaching the problem or is it personnel I mean it's the same personnel they look good at the start they look good on the road trip for some games but in Philly they were bad but they won because Philly's terrible Chicago they were terrible but they got a point and they were terrible last night so yeah, I think the bump has is wearing off. I hope not. I hope they can find another gear. I'm going to bring this up. So yesterday I was working with Tommy. Gager, uh, Joaquin Gage always texts us throughout the show and all that. And um, we all had the Colorado-Calgary game on. And it's a different level of hockey, guys. It is. And the three of us were talking. Like I think Gager brought up. He goes, the Oilers don't have that gear. They don't. Can they have it? Yeah. They've shown it at times this season. But consistently, they don't have another gear. And I don't know if they can find it to compete against Calgary and Colorado. That game was phenomenal, guys, yesterday. Phenomenal. High speed, man. Tough checking. Physical. Smart plays. Just nonstop. Every shift mattered. The others don't play like that. And they're going to be in trouble if they can't find another gear. Can they? Who the hell knows? Because we've seen the good Oilers this season. And we've seen the bad. And lately, it's been more bad than good. And which team is it going to be? Like, it's tough, man. It's tough. This team wants to be a playoff team. They got to find more consistency in their game. They can't go two wins, three losses. One win, two losses. Two wins, four losses. That's not going to get it done. Find a way, man. Find another gear. I don't care what it takes. And Kenny Holland, if, if, you, if you're not working the phones, then you're not doing your job. Because this team needs improvements. I don't know how you do it. That's not my problem. That's yours. Again, which team will show up from here on in till the end of the season to get the Oilers in the playoffs? Is it going to be the team we saw for, for, the, for the first bit of Jay Woodcroft? Well, it was really good. Really good. And I can't say Dave Tippett because even when they were 16-5, and five, they weren't playing good hockey. Their special teams was carrying them. Now that's falling off. 5-on-5 five five has been a bit better. But the goaltending remains the same issue. So I don't know. Can this team find another gear, guys? That's the big question. To compete with the Colorados, the Calgarys. We saw it against Tampa, Florida, and Carolina. They were there, but they only won one of those games. So you need more. You need more. A couple questions here. So leading up to Saturday, I, I, on the lowdown with Tommy, I was like, why can't Miko Koskinen start? Why does Mike Smith have to start? Why? Yeah, silence, right? Yeah, because no one can give me a, a legit answer. Why? Because he's a veteran. Well, he can't sit out that long. Well, who cares? Are you, are you more worried about winning games or hurting someone's feelings? Well, Miko can't play that much. If your goaltender can't play three games in seven days, what the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing? Now, the way the Oilers played probably would have not mattered last night. But one thing's clear. Mike Smith is not playing well. And I don't know what's... I don't think he's going to. He, can, can, he can't continue to just be giving starts just because, well, he hasn't played in a while. No. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Miko Koskinen is the better goalie of the two right now. And it's three games in seven days. Miko played last Saturday. He played Tuesday, Thursday. You tell me he can't play on Saturday again? <sighs> yeah.
Yes, and the injury, sure, sure. I get it. Missing some key players. And Bouchard did leave last night. They were calling it an illness. Uh, so stomach, I think, Woodcroft said. So he'll probably be back for Monday. And then let's... Uh, Mike Smith was supposed to come out and talk to the media. They said he was getting treatment uh, from the team medical staff. So I don't know. We'll keep tracking that. As of today, early afternoon, I, I don't have anything on Mike Smith. So... We'll see, but I know yesterday on the Pulse Game Show, everybody wanted Miko, not Miko, sorry, Stuart Skinner called up, and enough with Mike Smith. But seriously, why does he have to play? And they're short. I mean, yesterday you saw Benson and Turris, like, they're playing just to play. That's it, because you have no more bodies, and Sevier was terrible in the last game, so, I mean, but you can call up guys if these guys ain't giving you what you want, and nothing personal with Turris and Benson, but... Well, less Benson. Benson's at least shown some good stuff in in, in, in the games he has played. But Turris, there's no reason why this guy should be in the lineup. He only played four minutes. But, I mean, you're going to dress 11 forwards, all 11 guys, you need something from them. Don't just dress guys because they haven't played since January. I hate that. You're a professional hockey team that needs to make the playoffs. Play the guys that are going to get you there. Who cares? Who cares if guys sit out for long stretches? All right, coming up next, we'll get to Jay Woodcroft. And uh, we'll look ahead to... Uh... <laughs> enormous week for the Edmonton Oilers. This is the Locked On Oilers podcast, and I am Hernan Salas. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Last segment here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Let's get to it right away here as Jay Woodcroft met with the media last night. It was pretty lengthy. He went about uh, just under nine minutes, but uh, let's just kick it off with this one. Uh, what went wrong for his group? Uh, on the night, they lost 5-2 to the Montreal Canadiens. We lost the special teams battle. Um, not good enough uh, on our penalty kill and our power play, although it had a few chances, uh, didn't generate the way we wanted it to. And uh, in the end, uh, we gave up two goals on the penalty kill, one with six on five, one kind of on a four on four, just just right at the end of a four on four right there. All things that uh, certainly we'd like to have back. We can't digest it and work on it uh, as we move forward here. We didn't have the game we, we wanted to. I'm not going to dress it up and, and uh, put a bow on it. This was an interesting question. Uh, it's just, it, it's, is the bump wearing off? And we kind of talked about it in the opening segment or in the second segment. Because um, they've played three bad games. Sloppy, it's, it's just back to what we saw in December and January from this team. And some of February, let's just be fair there, uh, before Dave Tippett was let go. But does this team need to refocus, get that ex- extra kick in the butt to... Kind of buckle down and start playing the way they were when when Woodcroft first got here. That might be how you see that spec in terms of um, you know the stages and all that kind of stuff. I mean, um, I don't see it necessarily that way. I didn't think we were very good, uh, or I shouldn't say that. I, I don't think we were good enough to win a, a game tonight. And um, are there things that we can do better? Yeah. Are there certain details in our game that we can be better at tonight? Yes, there are. But big picture wise. You know, uh, that's not for me to say, but I I will say that uh, to a man, we know we can be better than we were tonight. And uh, it's it's been a problem for a while now, even before Woodcroft had a couple good games out on the West Coast. But after that, I think they've given up a goal almost in every game outside of the Philly one. Obviously, that was a shutout. But uh, the Edmonton Oilers is 27th in the NHL right now. What a fall. 
what a fall. But uh, here's a head coach on a struggling penalty kill. Yeah, let's go back and look at the penalty kill goals against today. Uh, start out with uh, what I thought uh, that first kill. We had uh, good opportunities to get the puck out. I, th- I counted three different opportunities. The puck was on our tape. Um, so for me, the clears. Uh, which it sounds like a very basic thing, but it's, that has nothing to do with systemic issues or anything like that. That comes down to the confidence to get the clear at the right time. And we weren't good in that area today. I think the statistics would bear that out as, uh, as having been an issue uh, for a little while. So that's something that we can improve on, certainly. Uh, the second penalty kill goal against today, I think there was a little bit of a coverage error. It's not how we wanted to play a certain uh, look from Montreal. In the end, we didn't get the job done. Uh, and that, to me, was a huge factor in the game tonight, was the, the fact that we lost the special teams battle. And one last one here, and this was, was also a very interesting question. I, I think many uh, fans out there wanted to probably hear this question asked, but um, this is Woodcroft on why does this team play well and very good against the top teams and uh, against the lower base teams they struggle I don't think there was any illusion of the Montreal Canadiens coming into our arena tonight uh, without our guys understanding that they had won six or seven games that they had scored 20 goals in their last five games that they are feeling it right now I don't think that was our best effort tonight. I don't think we're, we were as detailed as we needed to be. Uh, sure, the Montreal Canadiens are not a top eight team in the Eastern Conference, but uh, they have a lot of uh, players left over from that group that went to the Stanley Cup final last year. Our players were aware of it. We can do better. We can be uh, or we can execute at a higher rate than we did tonight. That's for sure. That was Jay Woodcroft meeting with the media last night. Uh, Connor also met with the media. He's a little, he got a little frustrated with one of the questions here about their defense of play but uh he was short answered as he usually is didn't really give much i mean you can't be happy especially in these last two games and um listen it's not the end of the world i get that the Oilers are only one point out they can get on a heater and can they sure when you have guys like dry saddle mcdavid but dry saddle dry saddle was a turnover machine last night let's call it how it is no one was really good it was tom had to pick a, a player of the game and we didn't know who to go with <laughs> we got one text saying the video re- the video review guy for the Oilers because he was excellent <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he landed on, might have been uh, Cody Cece. I think that's who he picked. I can't remember. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of good performances. There wasn't. And this team's got to find a way, man, because it's going to be a, it's going to be chaos. LA's playing well. Dallas is winning. Vancouver won. They're only two points back now. Uh, Winnipeg's not going to go away. Vegas is going to be there. Nashville won 8 nothing yesterday with Alex Daylock in net for the Sharks. He got pulled after six goals. It's just crazy, man. It's going to be absolutely crazy. And I can't believe we're sitting here on March 6th in the Oilers are out of a playoff spot. I, I thought the Oilers were a lock this year. And they're not. But in saying that, the positives. The Oilers do play really well against good teams. They do. And that's what they have this week. Calgary on Monday. Washington on Wednesday. Tampa Bay on Saturday. We talked about finding that gear. They better find it this week or this could get really ugly. But again, the positives, they they up their game when they play these kinds of teams. So I almost prefer them to play this. As far as points, I think you have to be happy with two, especially the way they're playing. I And the goaltending they're getting, it's the way the team's playing. I, I think if you get two out of out of these three games, you're going to be, you have to be happy. I mean, if you get four, you're like, holy crap. And if they sweep, well, I mean, we'll be over the moon. But let's deal with... Uh, realistic uh, possibilities here and I think two points is fair just because of the way the team's playing
what team will show up? I think it's on a game-to-game -game basis, just as much as the goaltending. I hope they find that groove they did when they were playing uh, the first few games under Woodcroft. I truly do, because that team was different. The effort was there. The turnover stopped. Uh, everything was just better. Not, not a lot of great A scoring chances. You were getting the saves. That's what you need. And special teams were still a problem there. A little bit better in a few of those games. But the special teams is the big one. They have to find a way. They have to. And uh, I think for many, you can't keep playing Smith. You have to call up Skinner. I highly doubt we'll see that. And again, guys, I'm not saying I don't want it to happen. I just don't see it. Kenny Holland. Come on, guys. You all know him. Old guys. Strub, stubborn. You think they want to admit they were wrong? Come on. We don't even like to do that. <laughs> oh, man. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Tough week for the Edmonton. What do you think is going to happen? How many points? And be realistic. Like, I know fans are like, oh, they're going to get six. And I, you want that. Of course, we all do. But these are teams that the Oilers, uh, I mean, these teams play at another gear, another level. And the Oilers got to find that. Can they? Yes, they can. Will they? That's the big question. Because it's such a such an up and down team. You just never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. All right, guys. Um, I know. I know. People go, well, you guys. Well, guys, like, listen. It's not. We do these post-game shows, pods, whatever, to break down what we saw last night. And last night was awful by the Aventuners. And that's why there's not a lot of positivity. If you want to call it negative, go ahead. But it's just being honest. If you can send me something that was positive about last night's game, Oiler-wise, let's discuss it. Sure. Because there wasn't a lot. And of course I want this team to do well. And of course I want him to have a good week. And of course I want him to get six points. But from what we've seen from this, this season, I think two's fair. It's fair. And we'll see if there's call-ups. Because Sevier, Turris, Benson, Shore, they're not getting it done. They're not. I don't know if there's anyone in the minors that can do better. Maybe. I know people are going to bring up Holloway, bring back up Perlini. I know some people want to bring up Seth Griffiths, who's having a hell of a season down there. You have Malone up here, too. And he hasn't been bad in the games. At least you notice him. At least he's hitting someone. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll have another one tomorrow. Maybe I'll be joined by Connor Halley, and we'll just kind of break down everything that um, we saw over the weekend and look ahead to a very interesting week. Always love chatting with Connor Halley uh, about the Edmonton Oilers. And, like, always hit me up on Twitter at HernanTheMan and at LockedOnOilers. And you can also uh, download and subscribe on your favorite apps for all the latest episodes. Uh, I appreciate all the support, guys. Love you guys. Once again, once uh, if you ever see me out there, out in a boat, uh, let's have a beer together on me, all right? All right? Enjoy your Sunday. I know it's not uh, the way you wanted to wake up with another Oiler loss to a very bad team, but it is what it is for now. And tomorrow, I know everybody's going to be jacked up because it's the Battle of Alberta. For the Locked On Oilers podcast and my producer, Carlitos, I am Hernando Man talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll chat tomorrow.